Today is Saturday, December 5th, 2020. It's a gift from God, so take a deep breath and thank Him for life. Breathe. Give your soul just a minute to get caught up with your body. Ezekiel 36, 26. Remove my heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh. I really wish that we had some notes on how certain verses in the gospel are read. You know, what are the emotions behind some of the phrases and words that Jesus speaks? How do those who come to him present themselves? One of today's texts is one I would just love to have a recording of to listen to or watch. We've got the religious leaders in Mark 11 coming to Jesus. And here at verse 27, they ask him for his credentials. They want to know who told him that he could heal and whose permission he had received to teach and heal in the temple. Now, in response to their question about his authority, Jesus turns the tables on them. And he says, I'll answer your question if you answer mine. What authority did John the Baptist have? And then he makes it super easy, and he gives them uh, multiple choice options. He says, option A, it's from heaven. Option B, it's human authority. Just pick one of the two. These religious leaders knew about John the Baptist. They didn't like him either. And they had lost no sleep after John was beheaded. And they thought things might quiet down. That was until Jesus came on the scene. Now, it's not to say that all of the religious leaders hated John. Some loved him, some went to him, some repented, but most of them doubled down in their own stubbornness and pride. So Jesus' question posed a real problem to them, because if they denied John's heavenly authority, they would discredit themselves in front of their followers, because the people knew John, they loved John, and they believed that John had been sent by God. But if they accepted it as heavenly authority, then Jesus would ask them why these people hadn't heard his message, why they hadn't accepted it and followed his teaching. And so they're caught. But instead of repenting in front of the only man who could actually forgive their sins, they double down even more and they say, I don't know. This is where I would love to hear their phraseology. Is it in the tone of an incredulous mother who, when asked where her son's shoes are in the middle of cooking dinner while vacuuming, says, I don't know, I don't wear them? Or was it in the tone of a second grader who, when asked, why did you do that, sheepishly mutters, I don't know? I suspect it was the latter. They knew they were in the wrong. They knew that they'd been caught. And their best move was to just move on and pretend like nothing had happened. Now, I don't know about you, but I can do that. Move on, pretend like something didn't happen, try to not make a big deal out of something, all because I don't want to pay too much attention to what it says about me. My problem is their problem. My heart is hard, and it resists correction. Now, we might imagine what would have happened if they had repented. What if they had said, Jesus, you're right, John was sent by God. It's clear that you are as well. We've been fighting this and are exhausted because we're fighting God. We want to stop and surrender. Now, I know what would have happened. Jesus would have run over to them, and and he would have grabbed these long-bearded Pharisees in a big hug and welcomed them into God's kingdom. But he didn't because they wouldn't accept it. They were still resisting him. How often do we resist God's advances of grace? We fail to take advantage of God's patience. God is offering us something so beautiful that we can't even imagine it or understand it fully. God's offer of grace is explained very clearly in Ezekiel 36. He says in verse 24, I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land and I will sprinkle clean water on you. 
and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you, and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove from your body the heart of stone, and give you a heart of flesh. Notice all that God says he'll do here. He says he's going to gather us together, that he's going to bring us home from our isolation and exile, that he will make us clean, that he will purify us of our sin and double-mindedness, that he will give us a new heart and fill us with a new spirit. Friends, where else can you get that? Nowhere. And yet we resist God all the time. It's time that we stop resisting God and accept his grace Today, somebody's going to offend you. Today, you're going to be called out. Today, somebody's going to point out a fault of yours. Today, you will come under conviction from God. And I would say, don't fight it. Accept the truth of these situations. Recognize and own your fault. And allow that to be an invitation where you ask God for a new heart and new spirit. When you feel your stubborn pride build a defense, say, remove my heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh. Remove my heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh. Remove my heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh. This podcast, Everyday Grace, is a ministry of Bowling Green Christian Church. To find out more about BGCC, visit our website at bowlinggreenchristian.org. There you can discover ways to connect, serve, and give, as well as access our sermon podcast and previously recorded worship services. You can also access all of this on our church app. You can download and install the church app by texting BGCC app, that's A-P-P, to 77977. Remember, Jesus is with you today. So keep your eyes open for his grace in whatever variety it appears.